Hey, witches. Welcome to The Lion, The Witch, and The Podcast. We are two mystic Leos discussing spirituality and human condition in the post-pandemic world. So hop in, witches, for going hexing. Did you miss us? Because we missed you. We missed you. How's it going, Court? You know what? (laughs) Fuck Aries season. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all of the Aries out there and anyone that has Aries placements. Like, I'm sorry, but there's a lot of chaotic things that are happening. Come on. It's definitely a lot of chaos. And I have to say, like, I have always been surrounded by Aries people, such amazing, fun, creative, excellent yes. individuals. Yes. But the the energy in the in the universe right now, it's just a it's a little bit too much. <laughs> it's like it's testing you. Yeah. To make the decisions that will better you. Hey, that's really astute. It's yeah. true. It's very, it's very, very true. Because so right before like Aries season, like it was literally the day before or something. So we had to put down our family dog. And that was a lot. That was, it was unexpected, but like not. He lived a very long, happy life. And Teddy is now up with his brothers now. And it, it happened. And I think also animals just teach you so many lessons and you don't even realize it because they're such beautiful and fascinating creatures like Mm -hmm. every single one of them and I think Teddy like really showed especially like my parents to like okay you can focus on yourself now really focus on yourself what's going on right now that you can change that's gonna better you and if that means you need to show your roar just a little bit more than you normally do, go fucking do it. Yeah, that's that's a great learning experience. I think it's it's so hard to lose your pet. I mean, mm-hmm. I I even hesitate to call them pets because they are family members to me. They're mm-hmm. siblings, they're children. Um, and it's it's like heartbreaking because they are so intrinsically a part of your life, part of your family. You're spending every day with them. You're you're having meals with them, breaking bread. Um, you are like just in ingrained in their life and you're ingrained in theirs. And so it's a piece of you dies, I think. Um, and there are so many unhealed wounds that I have from the animals that I have lost, not even animals that haven't even like been owned by me that I've been so close with, you know? Um, but looking at it in a way of, you know, we had this long, long period together and now I need to focus on me and what you've taught me and what I've learned is a really like grown way to think about it. And what, I mean, what a perfect time to like have that realization is in this, this time of growth. We're just past the spring equinox and we're starting to bloom slowly, but surely, you know, it's still a little chilly here. It's, it's pretty there, but it's still a little chilly there. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely a grown way to think about it. I think you have to do a lot of inner work and a lot of deep understanding of yourself to get there. Not everybody's going to get there right away, but it's, it's a beautiful thought. I think (laughs) you're absolutely right. And you know, we always say this, it's kind of a perfect segue to talk about (laughs) what we're talking about today but it is it's so true though it's so fucking true 
no I mean it is it's 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 funny because we don't even plan these segues no No. we just like start into these conversations and we're like wait that kind of corresponds with what we're talking about today it's it's really cool so I mean once again we have a new series (laughs) (laughs) what else is new (laughs) what else is new um we are calling this our simple shorts and we you know we could move in a direction of doing other simple short aspects of of witchcraft but um this particular one is about the phases of the moon um and something that courtney is very 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 aligned with um and i think a lot of us are like really really mesmerized by in the world of witchcraft and in the world of astronomy in the world of humanity like it's it's such an an amazing um aspect of our world we're talking about the new moon today as a start but this is going to be an exciting series yeah let's just dive on into it let's go all right so resources for today's episode moon spells by diane elquest moonology by yasmin boland full moon magic 2022 by vicky osai the Witch of the Forest Guide to Natural Magic by Lindsay Squire and Lunar Abundance by Ezzy Spencer. I also wanted to give the Farmer's Almanac a big shout out because we use them as well for our research. Yes. All right. So starting off strong with the phases of the moon and lunar magic, let's talk about a little bit of the background of it from our perspective and from our research, but super fun. Lindsay Squire says that we are far more connected to the cycles of the moon. In our busy lives, it's easy to get out of sync with the natural world. The moon has long been associated with magic, and each phase is associated with a different kind of energy. If we can learn to connect with the energies of the moon in all her phases, she can teach us how to wait, how to grow, and how to also let go. She can teach us so much about ourselves if we are willing to listen, and aligning with her phases can help life run more smoothly and feel more balanced, which can have a positive impact on our sense of well-being. Timing your spells with the phases of the moon is a great way to add power and energy to your workings. In this short, simple series, we'll take a deeper dive into each phase of the moon to discover the different ways in which we can connect to the moon cycles as magical practitioners, use the energy towards specific goals, and make impactful changes in our lives. Vicky Osai says that long before the modern days of electricity, the light of the moon was used to navigate the night. By watching the phases of the moon, people were able to observe the cycles of the world. Think of the ebb and flow of the tides and the changing of the seasons. If one chooses to live according to the cycles of the moon, you can become aligned with the natural cycles and flows of life. Each phase of the moon affects us differently, which Osai stresses is essential to understanding moon magic. At its core, moon magic is the practice of harnessing the energies of the moon and its cycles to empower your own energetic output. You may use the moon's influence to achieve incredible results by timing your spells with specific lunar movements. Some of these results can include enhancing your spell work and manifesting your dreams into reality. The Farmer's Almanac website notes that the word moon shares its origins with the Latin word metri, which means to measure, and menses, which means month. The moon is called the moon because it is used to measure the months. Yasmin Bullen says that for hundreds of years, tradition and folklore have suggested that each moon phase is good for performing certain activities. Each phase makes up one full cycle. The moon cycle takes about a month. And within that cycle, the moon moves through eight phases of a few days apiece. 
These eight moon phases are in fact co-created by the orbits of the moon, earth, and sun. The moon takes about a month to orbit the earth, and the sunlight that the moon reflects to the earth in each of the eight phases within that month is the result of the moon's position in relation to the sun. Cycles can be found throughout all of life. The moon around the earth, the earth cycles around the sun, and all cycles of the celestial bodies. The cycle of the day, the cycle of the seasons, of plants, of animal migratory patterns, and hunting and gathering. Even within our bodies, we have a circadian rhythm, the cycles of our immune, endocrine, and nervous systems. A lunar practice based on moon cycles and phases can be effective without suggesting that the moon makes us do anything. We can work with the moon as a natural timekeeper, a method to track a deep dive into ourselves, and a natural calendar for us to engage more with our world and spirituality, if that is relevant for us. And if you're not sure whether it is for you, give it a go and decide for yourself. So who is the new moon and how do we work with her? Well, we are gonna tell you. Lindsay Squire says that the new moon is the first phase of the lunar cycle, and the moon is usually not visible in the sky at this time as the sun is illuminating the opposite side of the moon facing away from the earth. You'll find many differing resources on whether the new moon refers to a crescent or first light of the moon, or used interchangeably with the concept of the dark moon with no illumination whatsoever. Some resources say the new moon refers to the midpoint of the dark moon, the time when the moon is exactly between the waning and waxing crescent phases, and it was referred to as the peak of the dark moon. Others say the astronomical new moon positions the moon directly between the earth and the sun, and thus catches the sun's light fully on the side facing away from the earth, making the side facing the earth appear completely dark. This also seems to be NASA's and the Farmer's Almanac interpretation, according to their website. So there seems to be a difference between what astronomers consider a new moon and how new moons have been categorized culturally. Ezzy Spencer says that this darkness is the reference point from which we begin our journey through the moon phases. When you are in the darkness, stripped of visual cues, you are steered toward the well of wisdom that lies within. Steering within this way is how we access the rich symbolic soil of the first lunar phase. We often avoid the dark because it is uncomfortable and unknown. Yet it is in the darkness that we can start to uncover our hidden riches. Yasmin Bolin says this is arguably the most exciting part of the lunar cycle. It might feel like a quiet time when things are brewing, but it is in fact when you start to manifest your dreams. This is a time to look forward to, to plan and make time for, because creation takes time. At the time of the new moon, ideas are coming from the ether and we must decide which of them we want to latch on to. We need to remember that anything is possible. This is definitely the time to think about what you do want and not about what you don't want. Meditate on your dreams. Tune into your higher truth for guidance to move towards your goals. If you're an avid journaler or trying to find a way to start journaling, the new moon is a fantastic time to start. Journaling and deep inner reflection work is a fantastic practice for the new moon, carving out time to devote your energies on planning the actions you want to take, the intentions you will set, and even the spells you'd like to work on during the entire lunar cycle. Vicky Osai says, that as the beginning of the lunar cycle, the new moon is full of new and refreshing energies and is an excellent time for a fresh start and new beginnings. 
The new moon is the perfect time to take on new projects, start new journeys, and other activities that coincide with the newness of this lunar phase. It's also a time for fostering change, making it a good time for empowering spells. Osai says that the new moon is the best time for planting physical or spiritual seeds. Set new intentions with the new moon and focus ritual work around attracting and drawing things to you, which will be made more potent with the energies of the new moon. The new moon corresponds to the air element, categorized by lightness and the breath of life. There is a connection between air and the universe, Osai says, as it strengthens mental and cerebral energies. Masculine energies, freedom, inspiration, enlightenment, and youth also correspond with the air element. When performing new moon rituals, you can opt to include some of these correspondences to heighten your energies, further empowering your spell work and manifestations. Kenzie Squire says that the new moon's association with fresh and new starts makes this moon cycle a perfect time for cleansing. Use this opportunity to cleanse yourself by taking a ritual salt bath and cleaning your home or altar space to start the lunar cycle with a clean slate. The new moon can make some people feel more anxious, agitated, and tired, which is nature's way of syncing us with the rhythms of the moon as an act of self-care. This is the part of the cycle for some downtime where you can make some space to recharge your batteries. Rest is a ritual and is often what's needed but most overlooked. If you are feeling drained around this time, don't push yourself to do workings that will deplete your personal energy further. You can't pour from an empty cup. First, you must take care of yourself. Vicky Osai suggests spells for improving health, fertility, increasing wealth, finding a new job or new direction, and personal improvement are most aligned during the new moon. The Farmer's Almanac notes that the new moon is strongly associated with gardening by the moon. According to this age-old practice, one should plant vegetables that bear crops above the ground during the light or waxing of the moon, from the day the moon is new to the day it is full. So physical planting is great to do during the growing season in your area on the new moon. Let's take a look at a few spells you can do at home. Yes, we love some new moon spell work. First one, job-seeking spell from Diane Alquist. You will need... A wooden stick or spoon, cinnamon, basil, ginger, cloves, a bowl, and four candles. Green, yellow, orange, white. Relax and center yourself in the face of your spell work. Light your candles from left to right. Alquist suggests the placement of the candle should be in a square. Yellow facing east, green facing north, orange facing south, and white facing west. Place your herbs one by one in your bowl and mix them with your wooden spoon or stick. In tone, in the present, I make a change. My life for good, I now arrange. Good luck, good fate, I know is mine. Come quickly to me, now is the time. If you are outside, stand up and throw the herbs into the air in front of you. If you are inside, extinguish your candles and toss the mixture outside. After tossing them, say, my call is released to the air. I love that. It's a nice one. I like incorporating the air element in there as well. Mm -hmm. Next one is from Ezzy Spencer. It's called Your New Moon Ceremony. So the intention of this ritual is to create a ceremony around the new moon that feels right to you. Work out when you will conduct your new moon ceremony by writing down a date and time and setting a reminder, or a couple in my case. Create an opportunity to be alone for this and give some thought as to how you will make your space beautiful and comfortable. 
consider music, taste, smell, visuals, texture, and visualizations. Have your journal with you to prepare ideas. Research some journal prompts that engage with manifesting an ideal reality. When you have a clear vision of what you want to achieve in 28 days, assess gaps and obstacles. Tune into your feelings and your physical responses to your ideal reality. Set clear, reasonable, and approachable intentions to help you achieve your goal. Use the ceremony to guide you comfortably into setting intentions for each moon cycle. I don't know about you, but I always feel a little bit overwhelmed when it comes to a certain lunar event, like a new moon or a full moon um, or a blood moon or a blue moon or anything like that. And I always get, you know, we see all the posts on TikTok, Instagram, social medias. I always get a little overwhelmed because I'm like, oh, I'm not manifesting on this certain event. Oh my God, I'm I'm stressed because I don't have my moon water out and blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing. Your new moon, full moon, blood moon, blue moon, whatever moon, your moon ceremony has to be approachable for you or you're not going to maintain it with yes. everything. Yes. You know, like your diet has to be approachable for you or you're not going to maintain it. Your exercising activities have to be approachable for you or you're not going to maintain it. Even your work structures, how you sleep, everything has to be approachable. And that's the same with a moon ceremony. I mean, there shouldn't be extra pressure on yourself to perform workings. Just like Lindsay Squire said, if you're burnt out or if you don't personally resonate with those energies, like do something on the new moon. Even if it's like, I'm going to watch a new show every new moon, I'm going to go out of my way to watch a new show or watch a new movie or just have some kind of new experience. Maybe I'm going to go to a new store. Maybe I'm going to start a new journal every moon cycle get like mini little mini journals or something uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be witchy it can be but it could just be working newness into your routine every 28 29.5 days I agree and I love that because also a thing I've realized that our signs our astrological signs affect our energy like our whole the whole entire fucking year our whole lives and each like season each moon, you're going to be feeling different things. Like you said, you could be more energized one month. Great. If you want to go fucking do something, go do something. If you don't, it's totally fine. Social media puts such a like, not burden, but such a thing of like, oh, have to do this, have to do this, have to do yeah. this. I'm like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to. And it's super interesting that for me personally, like the full moon was such a huge thing for me. I always mm -hmm. wanted to do something on the full moon. I was like, oh my God this is like Celine. She wants me to do this, like blah, blah, blah. I have to keep doing this. And now I don't want to do anything on any full moon. The energy is too intense recently. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't even look at her for some reason. <laughs> I can't even look at her. Like, look at well, me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but now for the new moon, maybe because change in our lives, maybe because like our business is like, it keeps growing and growing. There's something more that I actually am putting a little bit of time. If that means like, I'm just journaling and doing like actual like intention and like prompts that like I've found from people mm -hmm. that we have seen on social media and make it a little bit different. Or I like having, um, coven nights. Like I used to do it every full moon, but now I'm like, actually, I'm kind of feeling the new moon right now. So like the past couple months been wanting to do that. And it's your interpretation. It's your energy. It's like whatever, like you said, whatever you want to do. It's yeah. It's, it's no big deal. 
it really it really isn't yeah i i love that for you i love that you're changing things up for you and and experimenting and figuring out what works for you it's really nice thanks because why the fuck not why not it's your life why not? yeah last but certainly not least a new moon manifesting Ooh, from yasmin bolin new moon manifesting reminds us to get clear on our dreams and goals once a month which can equally look like the new moon wishing or making a new moon commitment. Do wish for anything you want. Take baby steps. Wish for feelings. Meditate. Feel worthy. Release attachments. Don't wish for a specific person or for someone to change. To perform, set your space and take time for gratitude. Or you can set your circle if you're into that. Just focus on calming down. Decide on your top 10 wishes or intentions for the coming weeks. Write them down or draw them. Read through your list and visualize the reality and feeling of this wish coming true. For every wish, write an I am affirmation. For example, I am in love if you're wishing for a long-term relationship. Honestly, write the likelihood of your wishes coming true. This will tell you how much time and energy you should devote to manifesting or crafting these realities for yourself in the coming weeks. Think about how you intend to make each wish happen what is your first step pose your ritual by meditating on your wishes i love that i love the i am affirmations because we mm-hmm. don't do that we don't do that ever yeah i've i've been working like i am into you know every spell that i i, I am protected um i am shielded um I am growing things like that I work the I am affirmations into my sigils too so you know I'm like purposely crafting that reality for myself um but I never used to do that but with I think with the point of manifestation I've seen a lot of people talk about this and I tend to swing in this direction that if you are not manifesting like you already have it um it's going to be a lot harder to achieve you know, so acting like you already have it, imagining yourself already have it, drawing out your plans like you already have it is that's how you're going to get it, you know, and even if it's like a um, like a mundane thing, like, you know, I am going to get this house, you know, it's obviously it's always a toss up, but you will get the house that you are meant for, you know, you just got to think about that in that direction. Mm-hmm. the new moon is so powerful it's mm-hmm. so powerful and I feel like the new moon feels more empowering recently and I feel like mm. the full moon ha- brings up a lot of emotion like I'm crying every single fucking full moon versus the new moon it's like yeah yeah, yeah that new energy that like I feel like full moon is more completion energy um and fulfillment energy and maybe for you that like that reaction to completion energy is crying, you know, um, for other people, it may be shouting for other people. It may be sleeping, you know, it's just, it's what works for your specific body and your specific mind and spirituality. So we love a good cry though. And we love a good <laughs> shout. We love a good cry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I thought this next section would be fun to talk about putting things into perspective um, and sharing bits of our own practices. So talking about what the new moon looks like to us. Um, and the reminder that we have here is just the next new moon is April 20th. So you can kind of set yourself up to do some of these things if you want to, if it resonates with you at that time. Yes. I mean, Sean, 
you kind of you did introduce me to the new moon because you did like when I first started figuring out about lunar magic which we do have an episode about that and it's like one of our first babies I think it's like mm-hmm. episode five or something like that so yeah. go it's back and grew right like go back in here and see how different we are but I remember you were telling me about the new moon that like you work with the new moon a lot yeah I definitely have always kept it close to my heart in my practice I may not necessarily do big workings on these lunar events um just because I'm chronically tired all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> um but um my goddess Agate uh, my you know principal goddess um the new moon is associated with her and you know if you also work with Agate or if you work with other you know Grecian um sonic deities um you this may resonate with you it may not but I find the darkness of the new moon to be really resonant with this sonic deity um but yeah I I really like to um do most of my activities during the new moon and like the days leading up to the new moon that's always slept on you know like we have that kind of three-day period where we can like tap into these energies and even if I'm too tired on the actual like crest of the new moon, like that, you know, full 100% new moon, um, 0% lumination, um, I may have done a working before or may do a working the next day. Like maybe I'll do a working that's like between the new moon aligned with like the waxing moon, you know, I'll start to like work with that crescent moon energy. Um, but I think one of the the first thing I have on this list, one of the major things that I have been leaning so hard into uh, for a long time is resting and recharging during the new moon. Um, and that goes along with like doing your new moon dreams, your new moon dream work, your new moon wishing work, you know, like really just sitting down, clearing your mind, meditating, or just catching up on your sleep, you know, putting the phone down, putting the computer down, um, you know, putting your phone on do not disturb and just shutting your eyes and going inward, being the hermit. I'm big into that energy. Next thing I have on here is watering plants and checking in on allies. Um, That's something I do a lot during the new moon. Uh, I always try and like water my plants with the new moon. Um, That's kind of like my time to check in on them, touch their leaves, uh, press on their their dirt, see if anything needs to be repotted or neemed, Um, you know, just checking in, making sure everything's all good, especially my plant wards and my plant allies, seeing if they've caught anything or if they're giving me any signs that there is something afoot. Um, So that's a big time where I like to vibe with my green people. And then refreshing offerings. Um, on a, we're taking a look at our um, altars. Uh, we're taking a look um, at our deity spaces, um, our hearths, um, where we have like maybe some fresh water, maybe wine, maybe food offerings. I like to leave uh, my goddess root vegetables. Um, taking a look, making sure nothing's sprouting, nothing's molding, you know, Um switching those out and uh cleaning those spell spaces so all those spell spaces are going to get dusty during a 28 29.5 day cycle um so like we said in the episode you can take this time to clean out your areas i think that's i always do like a deep deep clean at this time Mm. and especially during this time i mean it's spring spring cleaning 
Exactly. It's perfect. Perfectly aligned. Mm. Mm. It's always so interesting. Like we said before, like I, you've taught me a lot about the new moon and since the beginning, like I knew that Hecate, like you worked with her with the new moon because associated and I was so like, no, Celine wants to work, wants me to work with the full moon. Like that's how <laughs> it is. And now I'm like, nah, I think we're switching it up. Like, I think we're, we're really switching it up. And the main thing I've been doing a lot with the new moon is like, I, I journal, I mean, I journal every single day, but this journaling is a little bit different. I, I also think that people toss around the word manifesting. Like we've said, like it's a nothing, like it's very easy and it's like, oh, I manifested that. I manifested that. I'm yeah. like, did you actually though? Because the new moon is <laughs> actually, work. right. I'm like, but people actually like, it is the time to be manifesting. Like this mm-hmm. is like, I write down and I think it's been a big thing for us in the business. Like the past, like two new moons, I've been really focusing on us yeah. and really being like, this is happening. This mm-hmm. is happening this is happening. And Mm -hmm. I do my cards, you know, as always. And I've been doing like a little candle magic, like seeing what's like herbs are associating with the season that we're in and the colors. And I wonder if Persephone is kind of like trying to associate with the new moon too at the moment. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's really all about what works for your personal practice. And I think you have to like pay attention to those signs you're being drawn more towards the new moon and you know you work with a specific deity and it's during their time that they're associated um do more research take a Mm -hmm. look do some meditation pull some cards talk to them you know see if that's something that they perhaps want to work with you with those energies towards um i really like connecting deeply with my goddess during this time Um, yes but it's I, i like the fact that you said you were talking about like oh Celine wants me to do this or you know I feel like Celine wants me to do that and like now you're changing things up and it's like you know let's think about Celine as a whole she's the entire moon right so she's still Celine when she's facing us on her dark side you know so maybe Celine is telling us at this time like we need to go in where we need to focus on what we're ignoring what's festering we need to clean things out until we turn around and we face ourselves with full illumination. We want to, we want to meet ourselves there in that mirror and be able to really connect with that reflection, you know? So mm, that's some good shit right there. That's some yeah. good shit. That's, oh my God. I think the only other thing that I wanted to talk about on here was um, I, I love a, a ward reset. I'm oh, a big yeah. fan of wards. Uh, I talked a little about my plant wards. I have a numerous amount of wards throughout my home. I also wear wards. I work them into spells. I use, I work them into sigils. Like the layering that I do in my personal spaces is intense and it's effective. It's very effective. Um, so I, I, I know pretty easily when something's been hit. I know when something needs to be refreshed. I get a lot of signs. Um, it's fantastic. So layer your wards. But I started working on water wards recently. And if you are um, following us on Instagram, you will see some updates about that, how to put together those water wards. So make sure you're following us. And TikTok. But, and TikTok. That, so true. So true. Follow us on TikTok too. Um, but those water wards already, like showing me showing me things you know and and cross-referencing them with my other words 
taking a look at what other practitioners have done to see if they've gotten these results. And oh my goodness. So new moon is a great time to set and refresh your wards and start new wards. Um, and then as well, last but certainly not least, using it kind of as a trial period for new spell work. Mm-hmm. Um, so introducing things we haven't tried before in our practices. For me, that was water wards. I never worked with water, water wards before, and I'm, I'm a big salt ward fan um, and a variety of other wards. And I was I was making this water ward, and I was like, I connect so deeply with the element of water. Why wouldn't I make water wards? This is like sometimes you just have these like brain no brainer moments, you know, these smooth brain moments where you're like, why wouldn't I do that? That's such a big thing for me. No, it's even through practice. Absolutely. Even like this past week at a market that we were at, um, Magic Market. We love the Magic Market. We will be there again. And I got my aura read and Mm -hmm. or uh, I got it um, photographed. And I did my aura like two years ago. Mm -hmm. Bro, it completely fucking changed, like completely changed. The colors are like insane. There's so much blue and purple Mm -hmm. and I don't know. We were just talking about water and he was like, no, this makes sense. This is the energy before the new moon. And you're like very associated with water. Leos are Leos are like very associated with water because that's how Hmm. it like, it calms us down. And that's like ways that we can do our spell work because we have so much fire in us. Okay. So we need that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you need that breath of like, Oh, no, I'm just going to splash some water on my face and just like die the water, like the fire down. Let's it's okay. extinguish the fire a little bit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was just kind of a, I think that was a brain fart moment. I don't know why I brought that up, but I did. No, I mean, that's like such a great thing to bring up is like, we, we're always laughing about this because like, I am such a water witch and you have always been connected with the water you've literally lived on the water for such a long time and the beach is like your second home um and you've done like a lot of interesting things at the beach like you've you've kind of seen the beach in all of its seasons and you've like spent time at night at the beach which is like one of my dreams I love doing that um but it's like really interesting because we're both like we're fire signs though like we we have like we have a lot of fire and air in us like why are we so connected with water i mean probably because it's like the only thing that calms us down exactly <laughs> that's why we love drinking our water too we are guzzling we're so hydrated and why we pee so much it all it's makes sense it's got to come out <laughs> it's got to come out so maybe Work some water magic during the new moon. Who fucking yes. knows? Drinking some water, peeing a little bit more. That could be working <laughs> with it. I don't know. It's called health, bestie. <laughs> oh my God. Please though, tell us, how do you associate with the new moon? What do you do like during the new moon? We want to hear. We want to hear everything. So this is just the start of the Simple Short series. You know what's up. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. You know where to find us on, oh my God, Instagram, the TikTok, the website. Also, thank you so much to everyone that bought from our restock and from our launch of our soaps and the green man. We are so freaking thankful. And once again, we do this because you give us so much love and support and we're Mm -hmm. really so happy. You love all the new products. Like, yes. Your love and support is the fuel for our fire over here. It keeps us going. It really does. So, you know, like we said, 
there's always we're, we're constantly churning out new things because the wheels are constantly turning over here in our, our little brains um but we are working on new things we are really excited about them um so please pay attention to what's coming up we send out email campaigns so make sure you're on our mailing list if you're also on our mailing list, we do send out discounts <laughs> almost every time we have like some kind of restock. So you're going every to time. want to be there. If, if, if Yeah. If you want to save money, um, we will be introducing our Patreon soon as we talked about. Um, yes! so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for more information on that. We're probably going to send out email blasts about what we're planning and tiers and everything like that. So if you're interested in joining us there, please join our mailing list and follow us on the socials. We'll be posting about it. Yeah, and keep listening to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google, like all the streaming platforms and witches. We love you. We are so excited for our next journey together. And once again, drink your water because it's good <laughs> for the new moon. <laughs> yes, be good to each other. Be good to yourselves and have a great rest of your week. Love you. Yeah. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye.